Want to make a podcast? Spotify's got a platform that lets you make one super easily, then distribute it everywhere and even earn money all in one place for free. It's called Spotify for Podcasters, and here's how it works. Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit podcasts right from your phone or computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to Spotify and everywhere else podcasts are heard. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. With Spotify for Podcasters, you can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. And best of all, it's totally free with no catch. Ever since I discovered Spotify for Podcasters, I feel like it's allowed me to be more creative because I've been able to simplify the admin aspect of my podcast and focus on developing more valuable and creative content. I highly recommend you give it a try. Download the Spotify for Podcasters app or go to www.spotify.com backslash podcasters to get started. What is up, podcast world? Welcome to The Motivated Mind, where we talk about hustle, grind, success, failure, all of those things in my journey and some others along the way. Welcome to episode 87. Thanks so much for listening. It means so much to me. If I've brought you any value, please be sure to leave a review and hit subscribe. Shoot me a DM on Instagram or Facebook. Let me know what you want to hear more of, and please be sure to share the podcast. I can't begin to tell you how much this stuff means to me. Sincerely, thank you. This episode is brought to you by Hashdash. Many cannabis consumers may find that a lot of the guidance offered right now is perhaps subjective in its scope. The mission of Hashdash is to utilize data at scale to offer a broader, fact-based, objective perspective to inform purchasing decisions and to make a more universal language out of cannabis, connecting you to the right cannabis products. If you're a cannabis consumer and want to explore their value add and an opportunity to sign up for their free beta release, visit hashdash.com. Follow them on Facebook and Twitter at hashdash and on Instagram at hashdash.com. Confidence, something many struggle with. Whether you're 14 or 65, this is for you. Over the last, I'd say, two to three weeks, I've probably received about 20 to 30 DMs surrounding confidence. So that means it's time to drop an episode dedicated to exactly that. If you're asking for it and looking for a beacon of light around it, I'm happy to talk about it. Number one, do one thing that scares you every day. We hear this a lot. This is the winning formula to confidence, in my opinion. The reason you're breaking down the barrier to the unknown, or better yet, you're unknown. The reason many people feel a, a lack of confidence is because there is a shed of doubt that they can't do something. 
they question the possibility of succeeding and tend to lean into the thinking, well, I'm going to fail. I will fall short. Here's the irony in all of this. You're not going to know until you do it. Let that sentence sit for a second. It's a simple or it's as simple as putting one foot in front of the other. Think of how much time you spend debating with yourself if you can do something or not. I guarantee this debate is longer, more drawn out, and more ridiculous than watching political debates. While you sit there and second-guess yourself, time is passing by. The world is moving around you. When you can realize the impact of waiting and hesitation and a lack of speed just surrounding decisions, it will change your life and how you move and your success. You can guess the outcome of any situation, literally any situation, but it's a guess at best. At best, you will never be able to accurately pinpoint the outcome unless you actually do. Here's what's so amazing about doing. You find the answer to the question you were so curious about. Imagine the first time you ate something you thought you'd despise, and now it's one of your favorite foods, or a movie you thought you'd hate and you ended up loving it, or a person you met for the first time that threw you for a curve, but is now your best friend. Life is filled with curveballs, but that's how you become good at baseball. You need to take a few swings to hit that ball just once and have it fly out of the stadium. And when that feeling fills your body and, and that rush comes on, you're going to be eager to do it again and again and again. Don't sit and debate if you can or can't do something. As Nike famously coined it, just do it. It's a win-win no matter the outcome. Either you end up doing exactly what you set out to do, or you take a swing and you miss. And you adjust for the next time at bat. If you continue to set out and do the things that make you nervous, eventually they won't make you nervous. And that's the basis of growth. Number two, mindset. I believe that those of you that are, are looking for answers to your confidence are thinking that confidence comes after being wildly successful. That fundamentally, someone can't be confident if they haven't achieved something huge in their life, something noteworthy. That thinking is what's holding you back. How you think about yourself, who you are, your capabilities, these are all internal thoughts. And depending how you think about them will either excel your growth or greatly limit your growth. This is why I harp on welcoming those failures. Seeing the upside in every trip, mistake, miss shot, punch to the gut, whatever you want to call it, they are critical to your long-term growth. We need to spend some time spreading the word about failure. 
and how positive it actually is. For too long, we've heard that word, failure, and immediately go to a negative place. Our failures are are more important than our wins. Hands down, they keep us growing, learning, they keep us grounded. They are the most important aspect to our continued success. Without them, we wouldn't have success. Without them, we wouldn't reach our dreams. We need to start thinking about failure as a positive thing. When you can reprogram yourself to throw out everything you ever heard surrounding the word failure and welcome it with open arms, you will win. Bottom line, we fear the thought of making mistakes. God forbid. The the very premise of almost everything around you was built off of things that didn't work or could be improved on. We used to drive around in vehicles with wooden spokes. Our homes were not insulated at a time. We didn't have smart watches to track our health. Amazon to connect our e-commerce world. Literally, everything has been built from wanting to make something better. When you look at yourself in the mirror, you should want the same. And that's not to say you're going to look in the mirror and think less of yourself. It takes time. What's the famous saying? All in good time. So how do you boost your mindset? How do you get your mindset to that positive place? You need to start taking actionable steps towards your goals. Goals of being confident. Goals of of where you want to be in 5 to 10 years. When you start laying out your path and start making progress, the most important aspect there, down that road, taking action, it will change your thinking. It will change your beliefs and it will gradually start to, to solidify the thinking you can get to your destination. The biggest thing here is action though. For those of you searching for confidence, you need action. The thinking will only get you so far. And I've dropped a lot of content around that. The action doing will allow you to truly lean and shift your mindset. And for those of you constantly battling negative thoughts, each time one of those slips into your head, counter it with four to five positive thoughts and let them just sit and simmer for a bit so they can truly sink in. And then... Keep moving forward. Eventually, the whole purpose of this is that it becomes a habit. And it will allow you to almost naturally counter every negative thought until you have less and less and less of them. Before we jump into my third point, let's take a moment to recognize our sponsor, Simply CBD, one of the top CBD companies in the U.S. providing organic, vegan, and third-party tested CBD tinctures. They launched their new pet line starting with a blueberry and pumpkin. Simply add it to your pet's food, whether you have a dog, cat, or horse. Head to their website at simplycbdnow.com and use promo code MOTIVATED for 40% off of your order and follow them on Instagram at simplycbdnow. Number three, memory or facts. This is an important one. A lot of people tend to 
think less of themselves due to the past. Something someone said, how something went, what people have said about them. But when's the last time you took a a deeper dive into memory lane with yourself? When's the last time you revisited your most vulnerable moments or darkest moments and questioned them? Our brains, our memories tend to do something interesting. Information isn't always stored exactly how it was presented to us. We normally process the situation in a format that makes the most sense for us. We filter the experience. And interestingly enough, that filtration is predicated on your own beliefs, your values, your self-image. One could almost argue that the way you processed past experiences might not be exactly how they went. If you have a lack of confidence in yourself, self-image, that could have greatly affected the outcome of the story, at least in your mind. Think about that for a moment. That's been your foundation for the last 30 years, 25 years, 15 years, 10 years, 5 years. It's time to evaluate your foundation. If it's cracked, rather than try to build crooked walls, address your foundation and work upward. Revisit the facts of a memory loaded with self-limiting beliefs and try to gain a more accurate perspective of the event. Talk with others that might have a different perspective. Gain some clarity to set that path straight moving forward. Number four, change your internal messaging. Most struggle to see the upside in things. Just generally, day-to-day, even in the most negative of situations, beyond the lessons of the failure itself, we can extract positives. We are so harsh on ourselves, and I'll admit it, I can catch myself thinking, I could have fit more in a day, or I could have done a better job with something, or I should go back and make it better, and on and on. Thoughts like that? are just riddled the brain of so many people. But what if you trained yourself to look at what you did do, how much you did, or how good of a job you did? Wanting growth and striving for growth, it's amazing. Wanting to get to the next step, that next tier, it's great. But it comes with a balancing act. Knowing where to draw that line mentally on how you think about your success and where you want to go and recognizing yourself for your wins, that's also important. Recognizing yourself for what you have done and not always looking at what you need to do, that's healthy. It helps to boost your confidence, plain and simple. Many tend to look at All that they have to do. I'm still five years away from getting my dream job or I still haven't raised all the funds I need for my business or I still haven't been able to afford my first house. What if you shifted those sentences to I worked my way up to a higher position over the last six months giving me greater opportunity of getting my dream job or I already raised 150000 for my business. Or over the last 12 months, I've set aside 15000 for my first home. How we speak to ourselves matters. 
Think about a year of telling yourself all that you still have to do. Now think about balancing that with all that you have done over a year. It will give you the confidence to keep pushing. Because when you take the step back to appreciate where you came from and all that you've achieved, it will give you that fuel to want more of it. How we treat and talk to ourselves is crucial to our long-term fuel and happiness. Give yourself a pat on the back. You deserve it. Each week, I'm doing either a shout-out or just a shout-out or a DM I've received, a mention, a review, a question. The thought in this segment is to show each of you how so many others are going through the same struggles, pushing for the same things, looking for something more out of life. But more importantly, they're doing it. They're striving for more out of life. This week's question is by Val on Instagram. I find myself feeling guilty about very minor things, always feeling obligated to do the right thing and feeling badly if I offend someone. Although I can be confident in what I do or say, I feel guilty and self-doubt holds me back from being a stronger person. This feeling is more in my work life than in my personal life. First off, thanks for being transparent and honest, Val. Shout out to you. Feeling guilty can come from many different areas as I highlighted earlier, but you should spend some time around why you feel guilty. Why do you feel guilty if you offend someone? This could be centered around the way you think about yourself and the way you think about your actions or lack of actions or the way you think about your accomplishments. Sweating the small things is the quickest way to block the bigger things in life. Releasing releasing those 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 things will allow you to move on. Thinking that you might have offended someone could be just the way you are processing things. There is also nothing wrong with doing the right thing all the time. I preach it all the time on this podcast. Doing the right thing is always the right thing. Where things can get sticky, though, is if you're putting your life on hold to shift gears and jump to the side, left or right, be respectful to you. Be respectful to your time, your priorities. All of that is so crucial. If that means tending to things around you will need to wait, then that's what needs to happen. Don't judge yourself for not being perfect. Perfection is the biggest imperfection. Be honest with yourself. It's not realistic to please everyone. Nor should you. Your mission, your priority is you and your happiness. That's at the top of the list. That means that if things compromise your happiness, you need to adjust happiness and self-care before all else. Thanks so much for listening. If you haven't subscribed to this podcast, please do so. That way you don't miss any new episodes. And for a closer look at my journey and more motivational content, please be sure to like my page on Facebook at The Motivated Mind Podcast. Follow me on Instagram at The Motivated underscore mind. I've got a lot more to share. I love you all, and thanks so much for listening.